start a full conversation with you when yeah. I hit record. She hit record and then she wanted to ask a question. And Are we singing? Like, yeah, we're singing. It. Let's sing. No, I was going to ask you if we should mention our people that we want to shout out their full names, but probably not. People that we want to shout out. Yeah, the one people from the classroom that we were talking to on Wednesday. Do you not remember when I asked her what we should do this week? Oh, yes, yes. We do have to shout them out. Can we shout out their first name or yeah. maybe just their last name? No, just their first name. Just their first names? Yeah. Okay. Um, Huge shout out. <laughs> well, hold on. Back up. Welcome to Teacher's Talk. <laughs> oh, Our brains are man. still loading. It's I, fine. Yeah, I haven't drinking most of my coffee yet, so that's why. Is drinking a word? Drinking? Drinking. I don't... Drunken? <laughs> Sure. Let's go with all of those. All of the above. We are on well, what's new? <laughs> it's fine. Um yeah, Teachers Talk, the podcast where teachers somehow talk about things that usually we're not always sure about at first. Usually. But then we get into it and it's actually fine. Productive usually. Yeah. I would usually, say most like ninety five percent of give the it, time. Yeah, ninety five. That's a good percentage. But right now, we're still loading, <laughs> but we do want to shout out a couple of our listeners, Yeah, our maybe youngest listeners. I don't really know. Maybe not. Uh, we have some second graders. Oh, we do. You're right. Listen. You're right. You're right. My okay. second graders. Well, let's just say that these listeners rock because I asked them for advice uh-huh. the other day. I was like, hey, uh, Parker, what should I record this week? Like, what should I talk about? Because your girl had... zero ideas in her head (laughs) until I found this book that I picked up in California last spring break oh that's one of the ones you picked up and it's nice and thin so it's like "Mm, thin book yes (laughs) very uh short sweet and to the point which is great but yeah shout out to Parker Mm -hmm. and Maddie whose name last names I won't mention but we love you guys. Thanks you're amazing. They listen when they go to sleep. So hopefully you're falling asleep right now to our, the sound of our voices. <laughs> Are they soothing? Do we I have don't soothing know. Voices? I didn't think I did. But I definitely don't. I have like a raspy voice. You do not have a raspy voice. Really? I've been all. always told that I have a raspy voice. Raspy? Yeah. But that was like when my Hashimoto's was early oh, and okay. it would make my ho- my voice very my, voice. My voice. <laughs> oh, jeez. My boys very hoarse uh-huh. <laughs> and just things weren't well then. interesting yeah because i always thought i had a deep manly voice what? but when listening to our podcast i'm like Ugh. a deep manly yeah. not at all i know not even close i know that's why listening to myself i still hate listening to I myself i hate listening to but myself i've learned that i don't have a deep manly voice well, I that's have good to, uh, sometimes i feel like well, I say um and like too much, so I need to stop that. But I always say the wrong words. Same. Like I listen to it back and I'm like, that's not the right word, Taylor. Exactly. Are you serious or, right now? Or I say a word and I'm like, that, I don't know if that works in that that's sentence. incorrect. But nice try, Skylar. <laughs> that was good. Good effort. Oh gosh. This is what we get though, like recording on weekends. Yeah. Like you get the teacher brain at its half capacity. Yes. Because every video that I've seen on teachers TikTok lately mm-hmm. will agree with this. Like after the first weeks of school and even after just a full week of school in general, we are not functioning humans. Like do not ask me to function. No. I don't know how we did a master's program. I, I don't. I'm my brain can't concept. No. 
anything right now. No. And I don't know how we got through two years of that. Dude, same. Two years of that. And then before that, I had had two years of my my bachelor's too. But I wasn't a lead teacher, so it's different. Yeah, no, I'm done. D-O-N-E, done. Just looking at my laptop, I just have nine little nine emails that I'm like, ugh. No. I don't want to. I just don't want to. I know. Friday went up in fires in my classroom. Oh, you should have you should have been in my classroom in the afternoon. It was oh. it was like the same time that I had a panic attack last week. Same situation except for this time I just looked at Claudette and I was <laughs> like, "Man." <"Meh." laughs> uh, she's like, "What do you want me to do?" And I was like, "There's nothing, nothing. we can do." So, we're Wait, just going to let these hilarious. these two children scream it out. And Good. I was like, okay, like, well, and I just look at the rest of the class and I'm like, I'm so sorry to you all. I know that this is not ideal, but we're just going to keep going. Is. And I called Matt on my way home and I was like, you know, I could have welcomed to my, I life. could have bawled my freaking eyes out, but you know what? This is nope. just going to be my year. So, okay. It's so funny that you mentioned that because there's actually, so I'm going to talk about a book called what great, great teachers do different mm-hmm. i was gonna say best nope <laughs> nope different right. um and it's like 19 things that matter most okay. and one of the line items is that they can ignore things oh good i'm like oh hey that's you're fantastic. a great teacher no i had i had a um student on the floor just screaming oh, and his mom luckily was volunteering at the school oh nice so good. our dean of students went and grabbed ring, his ring. mom and she came in and got and him watched off the it floor. <gasps> she said get up Oh. And they like walked out. But what then did he, he came... do? Was he like, Hello. no, he still was like very, very wow. angry. So they, they left for a little bit and then he came back and he was good. Nope. Oh, <laughs> at least he came back because yeah. if he they was pulled, back. that would be the preferred like way out. Then they'll just throw tantrums so mommy can come pull him. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he likes that either way. <laughs> oh, well, still. Either way. But anyway, okay, it was, well, it my was fires just, were not that It was fire. just one of those days yeah. and I was like, I looked at Claudette and she was like, like, what should we do? And I was like, nothing. Nothing. At this point, nothing. I just look at these poor little kids that are just, they're looking at me. Little, little Ellie was just looking Aww. at me like smiling trying so hard i was like i need that smile right now thank you so much oh my gosh she's such a sweetheart i love but yeah that's how my year's going so no zoe crushed it in the morning she did so well oh good yeah it was it was recess fires it wasn't even like classroom fires they were totally fine in the classroom it was just uh well it's actually interesting because i'll talk about um like stigmas in this episode that people have with kids oh yeah and how it angers me so <laughs> anyway i don't want to give too much away so i'll just like jump into it yeah go for that's it that's a pretty good segue huh yeah i think so we haven't had a good segue in a hot minute i don't do segues so we just like okay go <laughs> okay you go three two one three two one anyway <laughs> had to cough it out so today i'm going to talk about what great teachers do differently 19 things that matter most. This is the third edition. Oh. There's three of these bad boys. Three of them. I don't know how, um, but it's written by Todd Whitaker. And from my understanding, he is an educator and he is a person that has examined effective educators and schools in general for years. Mm. Um, don't really know a ton about his background, but he kind of practices based off this theory that he knows how difficult it is to self-reflect on 
your practice as an educator or Mm -hmm. just really in any profession. So his mission, I guess you could say, is to find effective teachers and share what he finds so that more people can like reap the rewards of like not watching them but reading about them if that makes sense so does he like uh is it just what he sees most common in effective he actually does like studies like in the beginning he mentioned several studies that he was a part of okay um honestly let's be really real here your girl uh skimmed this book yeah because of course yeah Y'all, it's fine. It's 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 a year. But he's year. written over fifty books, which is crazy. Fifty five zero. We yep. need to write a book. Let's um, write a book. I'll write children's books, but that's where I think I call it. Great, let's do it. What else would I write about? Like, let's know. be honest. Let's write um, a book. Oh, he works at the University of Missouri. There you go. And he's a professor at Indiana State. How are you both? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> pursuing his love of education and researching and studying effective teachers and principals. So this man knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He was a math teacher and a basketball coach. Wow. Early in his career. That sounds and like. then he served as a principal at middle school, junior high, and high school. Sounds Dude, like what friend, have you not done? Sounds like my friend Vince. Mm-hmm. Vince That's is true. a born PE teacher, and but he also taught like a little, like I think math and science. But then I could also just see him being a principal just because yeah. he's a people person. He is a people person. He totally is. Shout out Vince. I don't think he listens. <gasps> Vincent. I know. Oh I think he's gosh. listened to episodes. He is on our podcast. He was on our podcast. Sir. I know. Oh my goodness. Supportive friends, right? <laughs> Just kidding, Vince. Our other you. friends listen. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, but it so just on this second page. He said, I've had the good for fortune to conduct or participate in many different studies, examining effective teachers in school, and then he Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He cites nine different studies that I'm guessing he either did or participated in. Cool. Starting from 1999 and ranging all the way up to 2013. So Sweet. That's crazy. That is crazy. He's a busy man, clearly. Clearly. But we're going to talk about 19 things that make great teachers great because... Who doesn't want to hear these things? I would love, I would personally love to hear. <laughs> well, and it was nice because he's like, obviously we're not perfect, yes. obviously. Um, but just hearing these small things can help us make change to being the most effective teacher that we can be every day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need this. Uh, yeah. This is good for me. I think this is something I need. I feel like a, I feel like a first year teacher again. Yeah. This year. Yeah. I, we I also really have like so much new curriculum. Yeah. That doesn't help. Well, it's not new, new, but it's new to us. us. It is. So, but yeah. Cool. Anyway. Let's so hear it. I'm just going to like say number one and then kind of explain it very, very briefly. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the first thing that great teachers do differently is that they realize it's the people and not the programs. And I think this goes for teachers and principals and just people in school but Mm -hmm. outstanding educators know that if a school has great teachers it's a great school which kind of like lends to what we were just talking about like it's not about the curriculum and what you're necessarily like teaching it's how you teach it Mm -hmm. and like you as a person is what matters like you are more valuable than Singapore math yeah yeah that makes sense 
Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. Like you are important. Yes. Um, the second one is that great teachers understand the power of expectations. Oh. Did we not do an episode on that? Uh, we did. We talked about expectations versus rules. Yeah. Did we do procedures? We did, right? Yes. Question mark. I don't remember anymore. We've talked about so many things at this point. <laughs> um, but he says that great teachers are very clear about their approach to student behavior. They establish clear expectations at the start of the year and follow them consistently as the year progresses. I think keyword in that is consistency mm-hmm. um, because we all know we get to quarter two, quarter three. Boundaries are tested, new behaviors arise, but you have to be consistent and you have to follow through. So he says the key is to set expectations and then establish relationships Mm -hmm. so that students want to meet those expectations. Don't smile until Christmas. Don't smile until Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, that's that really has to be my motto this this year. I I really I yeah, it is true, though. Like you, you do have to set your expectations and then like your then start to yourself you can kind of come out. Loosen up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But I liked this quote. What great teachers don't focus on is what am I going to do if students misbehave? You know, like we've talked about in love and logic. We're not listing out behaviors yeah. and then finding a solution or a consequence more so for yeah. each behavior Mm -hmm. because that's going to drive you nuts and then they're going to try and test those boundaries and then find something that like is not on that list yeah so that you are just going to go crazy can i just throw a random in just because i heard it in the school don't use the word oh my gosh sorry (laughs) dax is like on one right now he's speaking to us he's like (laughs) um don't use the word punishment with children yeah i don't think you should ever use punish like i'm going like in a sense of like if you do this your punishment will be this i don't know i just don't like the word punishment being used with children or anything like that i agree consequence Consequence is better obviously but like punishment yeah i don't i don't enjoy that it's just degrading just throwing that out there if you have ever used that um not to not to say anything negative but just try to stay away from that word i think it's very negative anyway (laughs) how to take care of dax Dax he's right now crying he wanted to go outside he needed to go outside (laughs) um number three i like this one if you say something mean it yes um it's hard to do it's very hard to do. But it is so important. So when the very best teachers say something, they mean it. They don't demand or they don't depend on a commanding presence and a booming voice mm. to manage their classrooms. Actually, in my experience, like some of the best teachers I watched have the like calmest, yes, quietest voice. Yes. And only use their big girl voice or big boy voice mm-hmm. when they absolutely have to. Yeah. Um. But it continues to say students show or respect authority because they express expectations clearly and then follow through. Atwood taught me the follow through. Mm, I was really yeah. bad at following through until I finally like watched him pull students, have a conversation with them and mm. then like move on. Yeah. But follow through is so important because after so many idle threats, mm-hmm. those threats go in one ear, out the other. Behavior continues, probably escalates. Yeah. But great teachers focus on the behavior of their 
that they expect of their students, not the consequences, like we've said, of mm-hmm. misbehavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if like a child is misbehaving, it's communication. We've talked about it before. Yes. Like follow through, find out what's up and like establish that relationship mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Number four, they use prevention versus revenge, which means basically like when a student misbehaves, a great teacher has one goal and that's to keep the behavior from happening again. Mm. So the misbehavior, um, the least effective teacher often has a different goal, which is revenge. I don't know if I've ever witnessed a teacher out for revenge before. I wonder if it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think of revenge as in like, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine what that would look like for well, a teacher. He was saying like a snarky comment or like oh. a chance to embarrass a student. Like I did have one in sixth grade that would drop like shameful comments, mm. but would be joking yeah. about it. But no one liked him because he was mean i have i know that i've i've like snapped a couple times already this year with like and i don't like to call students out but if i've repeated myself like 10 times of like please stop the side conversations and i see one student that is still side conversing i i have called them out and i i like i'm trying not to it's hard i just this year i've gotten so frustrated um with behaviors that like I've just I've snapped more than I have before Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to get myself in the mindset of not doing that anymore it is so difficult especially when it's the same people doing the same thing yes um but he says that effective teachers want to prevent these things Mm -hmm. so I put in parentheses the CPS model so like if you haven't listened to lost at school go listen to that finding the root of like these skills that they might be lacking could help solve these issues that are happening. Yes. And it's important to restore trust, which I'll talk about more later after a conflict has occurred. Mm. Number five, they realize, this is interesting, that it's more about, or it's more than relationships, which you and I have talked so much about relationships and establishing them and making sure they're maintained all year. Mm -hmm. And he does note like relationships are a critical component of effective teaching. He does not negate that at all. But he says all teachers have numerous students who come to us with needing so many things besides educational skills. Um, Sometimes we have to be parent, teacher, counselor, guide, what have you. Mm -hmm. And he says great teachers are highly aware that building, establishing and maintaining relationships is an essential part of teaching and sets up an important foundation. However, it doesn't stop there. Having engaging lessons and practices on a consistent basis is critical to being an effective teacher. So without having student gains and learning on a regular basis, we're not really establishing a deep care for students. So that reminds me of the training that we did over summer. I was just going to say that like having that balance of I don't even remember the four windows but you have to yes you have to have a relationship with them but you also have to be a good teacher you you have have to to be teaching good content because if you just have relationships with them then you're just their friend and if you are only teaching them and you don't have a relationship with them then you're you're not getting very far either like you have to have a happy medium in there well and I remember that was the corner that I went to 
it was like I had a teacher who focused more on being best friends with her students Mm -hmm. and didn't really care about the content. And when my parents called because they realized I was struggling in math, she was like, oh, don't worry. They'll do it again next year. That's not the answer. Mm -mm. Like it was my fourth grade teacher. Like these are building blocks and you should be preparing me for each grade level. Like your job is to teach me. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I have a lot of, um, resentment toward that teacher. Not a lot of fond feelings (laughs) at all, but I liked this quote. Great teachers never forget that it's about more than relationships. Relationships are important, but not magic beans. Great teachers work hard to deliver consistent and engaging instruction, which I know you and I strive for Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, is like, enticing them in wonder and in awe through like this truth and beauty Mm -hmm. that comes with all of our subjects and our curriculum yeah um and then number six says great teachers choose the right mode (laughs) which i think goes hand in hand with some other ones yes but great teachers are aware of three modes business parent and child mode they understand how to be in business mode most of the time because that's what we expect students to do. So you're not getting like crazy wonky and mm-hmm. you're not, um, I don't know, being like too goofy with them. Like you're yeah. being a model mm-hmm. figure for them because they're going to play off your energy. And yes. If you get too crazy, like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've gotten too excited and then they get ridiculous and you're like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Sorry. We're Lost done. It. <laughs> I Oof. yep I hate when that happens I do because it's like you want to have so much fun with them but then you realize sometimes they just can't handle it because then it gets too crazy no. and it's yeah. like I want and I always say I want to have fun and I want to be silly and I want to be goofy but you all need to know how to come back yes yeah you need to know how to come back from let's it let's laugh it out have a great time but uh-huh. then like reel it in yeah reel it in oh seven says great teachers set high expectations and then it says for whom? Question mm. mark. And great teachers, he says, have high expectations for students, obviously. But he said that even less effective teachers also have high expectations. So what's the variable that changes between an effective teacher and a not effective teacher? He said the variable is that the teachers have high expectations not only of their students, but of themselves mm. as well. Gotcha. Great teachers should set the bar high for themselves and for others. And it kind of just, I would say, creates that oh environment. Oh, we're getting a package delivery. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was like a full five-minute episode. This is what we get for recording with three dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and a big glass window at and, that where yes. they can see humans delivering things fedex it was chewy.com too so of course it was (laughs) for them sponsor us we (laughs) mentioned you (laughs) that's so funny that you say sponsor because didn't parker say to her mom she's like um they need a sponsor can we we sponsor them (laughs) we need someone to edit our episodes still looking for a sponsor still looking for sponsors i need someone to sponsor our club i'm sick of it of their citizenship club we've had two i've dropped so much money on that stinking thing How? It's oh taylor i know i know i know we could have just used the paper from the lounge i know but this week we're gonna make um oh, did animal you something this animal week? yeah we're gonna okay. make 
cat and dog toys for the animal shelters. Oh, and so I got like baby socks and non-toxic okay, barkers. You need to tell me these things so that I can well, also Well, it was my week, money. so I'm like, I'm just going to full set. Okay, but and go. my week was last week and you paid for the papers. I know, but I didn't really think about the art. Room, right, we're going to so. have this argument later. Okay, good deal, good deal. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was... Set high expectations, people. Expectations. Not only for your kids, but for yourself. Keep yourself accountable. Yeah, hold yourself accountable because if you don't, well... You might not be great, okay? <laughs> you might be good, but you won't be great. <laughs> You'll never be great. I'm That's so where hungry. I'm at right now. I feel like I'm starting to lower my expectations and I need to nip it in the bud. For yourself? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm not a good teacher this year. Oh, so. whatever. <laughs> That's how I feel. Okay, you just wait until I get to this one. You're going to love it. Okay, let's go. Um, and then number eight says, who is the variable? I don't know why it says it again, but it says great teachers know that they are the variable in the classroom. And when good teachers strive to improve, they focus on something that they can control, which is their own performance. And I would add even their own emotions most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. I think it's, we had a discussion in class what to do when you're frustrated. Did you? Yeah, because I had two, that was when I had two students that were just screaming away. coping well. So I was like, hey y'all what do you do when you're frustrated? Yeah. And then they were like, I like to take a deep breath. I like to close my eyes. I'm like, those are great things. All like, great things. What do you not do when you feel frustrated? <laughs> and they, I had students who were like, um, well, what you shouldn't do is like throw a tantrum. Meanwhile, I have two students uh, in my classroom throwing a tantrum. Yes. So yeah, it was, yeah, we had that conversation. That's so, that's actually, well, and Carter wanted to do a circle mm-hmm. about like, what how or what was it It was like how do you feel how do you when learn? you're frustrated oh, or something i don't know yeah how do you learn best was one of them but mm-hmm. another one was like how do you feel when you get what do you do when you feel frustrated something, something along like, those lines yeah. and i was like oh i should probably do one of those yeah because those are good stuff good stuff mm-hmm. um number nine great teachers focus on students first uh yeah I think that's important, but also I had like a small disagreement. I think you also matter. Yeah. I was going to say, I think you need to put your mental health and your health first because even just this year, I'm already, I'm like, if I can't keep up with my mental health, Mm -hmm. like then everything else goes to It's, I'm not going to be my best, which means that they're not going to be their best. Exactly. So yes, put them first in terms of like, safety <laughs> well it compares it to their colleagues so like co-workers oh okay. which i think if he were to rewrite it he should say like one you matter first yes two your students matter second and then he says three well two in his case three in my <laughs> mind yes. um but great teachers resist the temptation to socialize when oh, they should okay. be supervising or they know the value of interacting with teachers but they also put their other colleagues second mm-hmm. and their students as the most important group in the school. Okay. That makes I was more like, sense. Okay. I understand that. Yes. Like, but going back to finish schools, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like you should also be socializing. Yes. Like that is, yes, your students are important, but like we said, your mental health mm-hmm. and your experience in education all goes back to like talking to our, Oh, is there DOG outside? Yeah, there is. Make no um, sudden movements. Okay. It's okay. They they went that way. Okay, cool. We almost had another uh, <laughs> fit. Crisis number three oh in this gosh. episode. <laughs> it's fine. 
um we'll keep going yeah sorry just, no don't be i, I was i was gonna like, say we should pause it just in case but smart honestly. we're good guys we're gonna keep the ball rolling yeah. we're distracted um number 10 is it just says 10 days out of 10 what <laughs> yeah <laughs> number 10 says 10 days out of 10 one of the hallmarks of effective teachers that they create a positive atmosphere in their classrooms and schools which is actually one of our strategic anchors yes at the school Effective teachers treat everyone with respect every day. Even the best teachers may not like all of their students, but they act as if they do. And great understand or great teachers understand the power of praise. Yeah, I was like, yeah. But what does that mean? Ten days out of oh, ten days like, out of ten, like like ten, you're giving it a ten of the time. Out of 10. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> like you're not giving it a five out of ten. You're giving it one hundred percent. I get all it. The time. I got it. I got it. I'm good. <laughs> you might not like them, but you're gonna act like it. I'm gonna real fake it till I make it. You know. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a small part of you that does probably oh, yeah. like a piece of <laughs> that. <laughs> I like the child. I don't like the behavior. Yes. I like the child. I don't yes. like the behavior. That's I have to tell perfect. myself that constantly. That's a really good line to remember. Yes. Or like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even like not even big behavior, but just like take out your notebook. <laughs> take out your notebook. Hey. Hey, buddy. Take it out. <laughs> hey, look around you. The entire class has their pink notebooks yes. out. What color do you have? Yeah. It's black. Let's try and get the pink one out. <laughs> wrong <laughs> oh, oh my wife <laughs> 11 be the filter oh okay great teachers what are filters of, what kind of a filter are we talking about um the filter for the reality of school so whether we're aware of it or not our behavior sets the tone mm-hmm. so it's kind of like going back to that being positive and choosing your filters like don't go in full cray cray but like don't be a monotoned um yeah loony bin either robot robot that yeah. loony bin does not go with monotone yeah i was reading the next line as i was talking <laughs> let's be honest here <laughs> um but it also says educators as educators we understand that perceptions become reality and you start to believe the things that you say so manifesting yes. i put here so true mm-hmm. like i had a thought about <laughs> a child once where I was like oh my god like you are a know-it-all mm-hmm. and I have a bias of know-it-alls like mm-hmm. I don't enjoy being talked at like yeah. I know this especially and this from and a child and, and then like the one-off comment that has no relation to what we're talking like yes. you can hear it in my voice like I'm already annoyed yes just talking about it uh-huh. but when you tell yourself like oh like I don't enjoy that personality uh-huh. you start to treat that kid or that group of kids differently mm-hmm. and then you start to see behaviors come of it I totally saw this last year I did mm-hmm. totally um <laughs> not stereotype but like stereotype and know-it-all and yeah. I just become really frustrated with that child mm-hmm. and I they'd like want they'd raise their hand to like participate and I would never call on them mm. and because of that like behavior started to ensue like yes they wanted to be heard rightfully so mm-hmm. and I needed to identify my bias but I was just like you just never stop talking yep. like you don't stop yep. 
you always have you yes. have those kids you do and you then do. Uh, you just have the ones that have to raise their hand and tell you my birthday is in three months Dude. and two days i'm like that's wonderful we're yes. teaching history right now well, but thank it's you it's one thing when it's during gratitude journal right yeah. like sweet little girl today i am grateful for my birthday because it's in 11 days love that for you right <laughs> great we go down the rows it's been like 10 kids mm -hmm. and then one of them's like today i'm grateful for my dog oh by the way my birthday is in three months i was like you're joking see you have it like then once one student says it's my birthday in this amount of days everyone's like today i'm grateful for trees also my birthday's uh january 38 31st 38th i I was about to say 38th (laughs) i don't know where that came from 38th guys oh man it's one of those so but it's true It's 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 so true and then even we were talking about um ancient india and the festival of lights and yes. i was like it's on october 24th this year and then i have oh is it that that's the all day? the hands raised and they're like my, my birthday is around October. that time i'm like okay i know your birthdays are so important mm. to you i get it I, I try so hard i really do but those are the ones that those comments i'm like thank you yep and then moving move on because <sighs> all the hands go up like we yep. were talking about traditions before we talked about diwali yeah and it was just great yeah but i could tell like every single human wanted to say something i was like we ain't got time for that i was like they turn all, and talk to your neighbor about they it they all wanted to say something about yep. christmas oh, they really? all want to say something about oh, christmas so and funny. i was like aside from christmas what yeah. other what celebrations they're like valentine's day i was like great cool. let's find another one in there <laughs> oh, i used or one of my kids said something about their birthday is like one of my kids makes her dad makes a tiara on her birthday every year that's heckin cute it's like that's adorable and like decorates her door it's a it's a past student but i was like oh my god that's actually really cute that's something i should do for my kids okay tangent over sorry i'm back where did did we where did we even leave off who knows i don't know something about manifesting (laughs) (laughs) just like manifest that you have good kids and then good kids will come there you go yeah sure that's how that works every day oh i have great kids and then yeah it happens and then anyway he says we're fortunate to work in the education system and sometimes we forget how blessed we are (laughs) by consistently filtering out the negatives that don't matter and sharing a positive attitude we create a much more successful class or setting Mm. like yes but be realistic todd yes todd (laughs) (laughs) how long has it been since you've been in the classroom todd (laughs) do you want to come into my classroom yeah like let's be real real here you know but even you gave me the advice of like find something positive every day to get through and so like yesterday i had a former student come and she made this little ring for me out of the little plastic and i wore that thing all day long and it made my day so it's like just finding those little things and i think even that when i had my raging whatever in my classroom (laughs) and i was just like okay i got my ring i got my ring this is where i'm at (laughs) this is my power ring this is my i'm gonna wear it every day honestly you should like this is my reminder that i'm okay it's made out of rubber bands and it has these beads on it so it's it's very clearly made from a child but i it's adorable one of my students has a calming bracelet made out of paper okay and he's like can i have one uh, i should make i'll have him make you one i will actually it's so funny i had another student who saw my ring on my hand and was like 
I know how to make one of those. Can I make one for you? And I was like, yes, yes, you yes. can. I will take another one. I love that. Yes. So little things, find it, the yes. little positive things. Yeah. And like you said, like filtering out the negatives. Yes. But, but like, find don't negate your feelings, you true, know, like true. you need to vent, mm-hmm. you need to talk about it. You need to like get it out mm-hmm. because if it builds, mm, it only gets worse. It does. Uh, speaking from experience. Yes. Um, number 12, always repair. It says don't don't need to repair. Always do repair. IDK. <laughs> is that a mistype or is it a... I don't think so. Hold on. <laughs> don't need to repair. Always do I repair. I don't think it's a typo. There's 10 days out of 10. Be the filter. Oh, no, 12. I was right. Don't need to repair. Always do repair. Okay. No joke. Okay. Do you see it? I see it. Okay. Just clarified our audience that yes. I'm not a cray cray person yes it anyway what I, I want to know what this means <laughs> so it says always work toward treating everyone with respect and dignity every day like we already said we all know that we have those days where we are our best but the important thing is that when we do have those days we mend relationships once like something like a tantrum mm-hmm. happens you know like you're building the relationship back because it could have been damaged and damaged relationships are never the same. Yes. Um, some of the best teachers seldom engage in behaviors. So it's a good thing that you did not engage in their misbehaviors. Tantrums. Yes. <laughs> Tantrums. <laughs> um, where was I? In the behaviors that cause harm to students. They don't make cutting remarks or smart retorts. They don't run students down or embarrass them in front of their peers. The best teachers consistently compliment and praise students and though the best teachers seldomly do need to do any emotional repairing in their classrooms, they always are doing it just in case. I needed that. I was like, okay, makes sense. Like, we always work on praise. We have an entire episode on praise. Yeah. Makes sense. I need, I I need to do some to relationship rebuilding on Monday, probably. <laughs> I feel like, though, you have good relationships. You had lunch with him the other day. I know. That's the other you, one. you could have another lunch. Oh, I'm going to. Are I, you? I'm going to have. Well, I emailed parents and offered a uh, lunch every week if Yay. he has good weeks. And he Love was really that. excited about that. Cute. And then went into tantrum mode in the afternoon. So Bummer. I think I just I, I need a little bit of rebuilding with both of my yeah. students that had their tantrums. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, here's the one that you're talking about. Yep. The ability to ignore. Oh boy. Great teachers have the ability to ignore. They are aware of almost everything that happens in the classroom. And this reflects their mastery of situations that arise daily in the life of schools. Mm-hmm. They know how easily one or two students can disrupt the flow of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also know when to go with the flow, when to take a stand and how to quell minor disturbances without further distracting mm. others. AKA great teachers have the ability to ignore like trivial disturbances. I don't know if I would call yours trivial. No, they were a little, um, yeah, we had some desks that were, you know, that there were chairs knocked over and desks <laughs> moved anything but trivial wall kicking. So yeah, no, mine's like the constant, like yeah. to themselves. Oh yeah. Like I literally, eye twitch oh, yeah. or like the binder click, like, we got I'm to like, the point where Claudette was reading and someone or two or three people were just 
humming or something so finally she was like can we just put our heads down for a minute because it's is non-stop and so i'm like looking around while she's up front and i'm like i couldn't find who it was i could not find who it was because whoever was 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 hiding their face and i like couldn't i was like looking around like who's humming oh i know it well luckily now without masks i'm like you yes it was you it was you i know it hey Samantha. Samantha. Can you say that for recess? It's really nice. Yeah. Can you save it? That's my number one saying. Hey, can we save that for recess? Yeah. Sing all you want at recess. I don't care. When you do it in here, it drives me nuts. Save the whistling. Save the whistling for recess. The murmurs. Yep. Anything. Everything. Everything. Stop moving. (laughs) Stop breathing. Stop everything. If I could glue (laughs) the chairs to... the floor and their butts to the chairs Seriously. i would i would 100 percent would can we also talk about why we can't just like drill the desks in so oh, that they don't move oh that would be great like why aren't we smart enough to do this because they have to clean the floors unscrew them i don't know <laughs> like it is redonkulous the amount of things i have filtered through like i've done poly spots i've done duct tape i now have masking tape like these desks there must be a oh there, my there's gotta be a saving grace out there can someone be an entrepreneur uh-huh. and want to make a million dollars and tell us how we can get these desks in one spot and never move throughout the school year until they need to clean the floors and then we can easily remove the desks when we need yes and then they can clean the floors and then we can put them back in locked position yeah. oh i remember the year we tried um zip ties we yep. zip tied all the desks yep together yep that's probably a fire hazard don't do it it was not even helpful no it wasn't i just <laughs> i just want we i just help. want the, i just want them to stop falling back in their chairs i've had already i've had two students fall back twice nope one of them fell back three times already it's week four you guys it's week four and these two students continue to lean back in their chairs even though they have fallen two to three times i don't understand that natural consequences yes. don't always work no but like because they keep how? doing it how are you like mm, this is the good idea You're like let me fall in and so finally i put head. one right in front of me so i can just this all day oh, long yeah. i do this all, all day, day long. long all day long i'm just Same. making the motion of scooch up scooch up yep. scooch up and they just it doesn't happen i finally put mine on an end cap on the end and yeah, that's right i'm gonna saying. take his chair away if he's doing it i know like, you can stand if mm-hmm. you need to stand i don't care if yeah, they stand. i might need to put him in the back and just take his chair and he can just stand it's like you're gonna get hurt buddy anyway we were talking about the ability to ignore <laughs> speaking of ignore this has been quite the episode i love it though (laughs) i hope you all are enjoying (laughs) i'm enjoying it having a grand old time the ted talk of my life oh my god this is hilarious um the next point number 14 is intentionality (laughs) unlike this episode this episode is not the epitome of intentionality perfect timing perfect timing um, great teachers have a plan and a purpose. It doesn't say all podcasters, just teachers. Nope, just teachers. <laughs> so we're good. We're in the clear. Who <laughs> a plan and purpose for everything they do. If things don't work out the way they envision, they reflect on what they could have done differently and they adjust their plans accordingly. 
In contrast, less effective teachers seem to move through their days by the roll of a dice, which would thrust me all. No, you don't. I. That's what I feel no, like No, you right now. don't. You have intentionality. I don't want to do. hear okay. it. You have a plan for everything. Hush. Okay. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> shut it down. Shut um, it down. This one, I don't know how I feel about. Number okay. 15, base every decision on the best people. So it says great teachers aim high. Great teachers make decisions following three simple guidelines. One, what's the purpose, which I think we need to do more of, yeah. especially as like new things get thrown our way. Like yes. what is the purpose? Mm-hmm. And two, will this actually accomplish the purpose? Three, I hate this question. What will the best people think? Meaning what are your, what did he call them? Um, teacher's pets, basically like thinking. Like, if they're not going to do it, no one's going to do it. I'm like, uh, really? Nah. He's like, we need to stop teaching to the middle. And I'm like, you have to teach to everybody, Todd. I don't really know what you're talking about. So I didn't really like that that um, section. I don't love that. Per se. Teach, but, like, don't teach to the middle? Yeah, we have been taught to teach the middle where the majority of the students cluster. However, as long as we teach the middle, that is where the majority of our students will remain. Great teachers take a different approach. Teacher, great teachers aim high. Great teachers make the decisions following the three guidelines I just said. This rule is very straightforward. It's easy to get sidetracked, blah, blah, blah. Instead of asking what's the purpose, we settle for asking what is the reason. Mm. I don't know. I like. I think I understand it, but it's also like you don't, you can't just like teach high and yes. then not you need i mean it's you like scaffolding. everybody like you need the scaffolding to get those lower and middles up there right it's not about just like all right these are my expectations if you can't meet them you can't meet them like it's you have to bring them up well and he says he's like this doesn't mean that effective teachers do not consider views from everyone else but they always consider what the best people will think first hmm so i don't like best i don't like like the word best either i think that's a really poor choice of words interesting yeah anyway i don't know the best students will be fine no matter what like what Mm, don't don't love that i mean maybe because i skimmed it i'm like missing something Mm -hmm. but Well, that's that's one where I'm like, mm, okay. All right, Todd, we'll reach out All to right, you. All right, Todd, let's discuss. <laughs> Number 16, though, says in every situation, you need to ask yourself who is the most comfortable and who is the least comfortable, mm. meaning like basically educators come in with an array of students yes. ranging in all backgrounds, cultures, needs, mm-hmm. behaviors, etc. So you have to treat everyone as if they are good innately. AKA, this is the one where I was like, drop the stigma. Mm-hmm. I have a student whose stigma has followed him for three years now. Oh. And because of that yesterday, he almost got in pretty serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an incident on the playground. He was minding his own business another kid got involved blamed him for kicking him mm-hmm. he did not kick the child yeah. yet the other child attacked my child and maybe this is me being like mother hen territorial mm-hmm. long story long my kid did nothing wrong and yet was the first to blame yeah and it's like 
no one not no one Mm -hmm. um a lot of people approach him the wrong way yeah with force and anger Mm -hmm. when he needs love and he needs understanding Mm -hmm. and to be heard Mm -hmm. because what I've seen of him is that he is a lovely human being Mm -hmm. and it just breaks my heart that this stigma has followed him now for three years like that's not fair it's hard you don't deserve that so they're like and that's not just him there are tons of kids that have stigmas follow them Mm -hmm. especially as they get older yes but they need a fresh break every single year Mm -hmm. every single year not to say he doesn't have his challenges what kid doesn't yes like that's what you need to drop the stigmas on kids um also number 17 put yourself in their position and that was a nice one I like doing this it's just it's all about empathy and we talk about that and that's exactly what it talks about great teachers have empathy for students and Mm -hmm. clarity about how others see them yeah I thought that one was nice because especially when it comes to like sitting for long periods of time yes it's always nice to uh think about that like can you focus for an hour Mm -hmm. straight and sit up straight and not move like I'm sitting here recording 48 minutes in my legs are up on a desk I've fidgeted (laughs) a number of times yeah like nobody's perfect and Mm -hmm. they don't have to be perfect exactly oh this is a good one 18 what about these darn standardized tests oh get out of here like yes (laughs) bring on the fire Effective teachers don't let hot button issues shift their focus from what really matters. And basically he's saying what really matters is that you are focusing on the real issue of student learning. Mm -hmm. Like make sure your kids are learning. They're taking away life skills or taking away we're teaching academic skills. And listen to Skylar's last episode. Like we are not here to teach to a test. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. You're 25 and you can take a Scantron. <laughs> so happy for you. No, no, that's not a real life working skill. Mm-mm. Anyway, I won't go too far down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that can go on for yeah. hours. You know it. Last episode was like an hour and some, right? I think it was like hour 15 probably. Oopsie. Sorry, guys. Last but not least, try or not try. That's uh. the wrong word. <laughs> Make it cool to care. Okay. Great teachers care about their students. Yes. They understand that behaviors and and beliefs are tied to emotion. And they understand the power of emotion and jumpstart to change. AKA, care about your kids. Yes. They are humans. You are in this wonderful spot where you get the privilege of basically helping to develop a human being mm-hmm. and their journey through life. Yep. And... Not a lot of people get to be where we get to be no. and not a lot of people get to do what we get to do. And it is a beautiful thing if you let it be a beautiful thing. Yes. Is it hard? Yes. Is it trying? Yes. But you get human, like we get 30 human beings every year Every year. Yep. that just, we get to help mold yeah. and that's really special. And it really shows like when as time goes by and you still have students that come back to say hi <laughs> yes. or come back to give you a ring that they made for you. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's a special it's a special thing. Agreed. And that I do not take for granted. No. I will say if we have any of our former students that are now in sixth grade listening, um, 
please come say hi. Yeah. We miss you. I know it's hard. I don't think you're allowed on our side of the school. I see a couple of them. But I like crosswalk duty. Do you? Yeah. I never see them. I, uh, not every time, but they sometimes. should reach out to us on the on the podcast email. I feel like that's kosher. <laughs> like, don't email my school email. But I I think on prep side they have to have an email. They do. Tell us how it's going. <laughs> One of our former second grade teachers now teaches math on the prep side, and. She brought her kids around. They like earned a walk through the archway that. side. Yeah. And I got to see some of our formers and I was just like, A, y'all are huge. Like, huge. when did you grow up? And B, it just melted my heart because they just wanted another lap around the sun yep. here. Yep. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so sweet. I was like, please tell me when you decide to do that again so I can come <laughs> sit in the hallway and yeah. just say hello to yeah all of them i just happened to be walking by and it was like a couple of them were like hug hug and i was like you're in line in your class right now but then like jen the teacher was up in front so i was like okay quick i know (laughs) i know (laughs) even though i hate it when other people do that but it's different it's prep side like they're older we don't see them on a regular basis true and that's my episode everybody wow goodbye I'm just kidding. (laughs) We can't end without ending on a positivo. Positivo. Rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha. (laughs) Shoot. That means I have to go. Yeah, you will. Okay. Um, what was this week? Uh, I have mine if you're... (laughs) I can't even think through this week. Um, yeah, you go. You go. Um, so for those of you that saw that Biden passed a bill... Oh, yeah. ...to... For loan forgiveness. Um, I have a lot of student debt just because I went to ASU for a year. I went to culinary school. I then went to Chandler Gilbert. I went to NAU. I went back to ASU. I have been in school for, what was it, a total of seven years after high school. So safe to say I accrued some debt, some (laughs) student debt. Um, But he passed a bill that if you received a Pell Grant that you can qualify for $20,000 in student loan forgiveness. So that takes away about 80% of my loans, which is like life-changing for me. Um, That means that I can get myself a functioning car. It means that I can afford my mortgage every month. Um, So instead of paying off loans for 10 years, it's going to take me maybe a year and a half to two years. That is huge. So that, especially with Matt and I wanting to start a family when we get married, is life-changing. And I am forever grateful for that. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited for that to be gone and out. And especially because we are ones that believe that education is a basic human right. And I shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg to go better myself. Uh, But that's a completely different story. Um, Anyway, I'm just really excited for that. And that was kind of some life changing news this week. That's awesome. Yeah. I just love that for you. And I feel like you should have ended on that because mine's going to be lame. I still haven't thought of anything. It was a good week. (laughs) I have nothing to complain about. Oh, oh, I moved into my house this week. There you go. Oh my gosh. That was so silly. You got the keys to your We got the keys to our new house. So I. I'm going to go see it after this. Yeah. I'm still in my parents' house because 
I mean, David's done all the heavy lifting, so I'm very grateful for him and his dad and just everyone that's chipped in Mm -hmm. to getting our stuff over there and just getting our house ready for us, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been one heck of a ride and I can't wait to be like in a house (laughs) again. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been so long, it feels like. So I think this week will be our first week kind of settled in Good. water gets turned it turned on on monday that's the last like thing thingy that we yeah. need to check off and but we need furniture <laughs> yeah which like furniture we can slow roll in yes. we have a bed frame that's on its way so Good. i'm just i'm so happy Yay. and i'll be like uber close to school like ridiculous Yo, amount of close to school thank so. god <laughs> I'm so pumped, but yeah, that's amazing. That's it. I can't believe I almost forgot that. I know. So silly. Cool. Well, all right. Thanks for, um, bearing with us, sticking, sticking through this, uh, this, this 10 out of 10 episode. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what happened. We couldn't tell you what we just talked about. I'm going to go back and listen to this and I'm going to be like, wow. Wow, girls. What are you love that? What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? I don't know, but I'm gonna go eat breakfast because I'm hungry. Anyway. Love you. Thanks for listening, y'all. Oh, can you follow us? We're almost to a thousand. Oh my gosh, we should have said that in the beginning. We should have. Ugh. Teachers underscore talk underscore podcast. Can you send it to your friends so that we can just hit those numbers and call it a day because just be like happy. Awesome. And we also (gasps) keep We're at nine ninety four. Yeah what yeah we got like four what? followers yesterday wow. we're really sorry we're gonna post eventually just leave us alone <laughs> i know just it's been a rough couple weeks so yeah, let us tired. get back to us get back to it i said us <laughs> all right it's time goodbye bye, bye. <laughs>